episode number 58, Camaro Crashes at the Ring. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason, and you knew we were going to talk about this incident. Well, we have to. It's, it's yeah, only we, like the one of the top trending articles I've been seeing on Facebook this week as well. It showed up in Popular Mechanics newsletter. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere I, I looked. I mean, first, we had all the pictures from the previous day right? that were out. And then the next day, there was a video. And then the next day, there was another video. Yeah. It's, uh, well, yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... The Camaro ZL1 10-speed shifting faster than a very well-known Porsche. Um, we got some sales figures we're going to talk about, and then we're going to talk about some uh, alleged Camaro Z28, alleged engine rumors. Alleged. Alleged. we got to really specify alleged. Yeah. Uh, got some voicemails to go through. Yeah, we do. We got some voicemails this week. Corsa has some new exhausts out for the Camaro that we're going to talk about. Woo! And then... We're going to wrap this episode with something that's near and dear to my heart, and it should be for most everybody, actually anybody who's a car guy, and if you're not a car guy and you've never seen this movie, then you're not a car guy, Chris. We're going to talk about the movie American Graffiti. So, uh, needless to say, Chris has already confided in me that he's never uh, seen the movie. So, <laughs> so, so we're going to give out our voicemail hotline so you can all call in and berate him for that. But let's, sure. let, okay, let's start out by talking about this alleged Z28, because we don't know what it is. We right? don't. No, we're going to call it an alleged Z28. In fact, there's other sites who are calling it a, a 2018 Z28. We haven't even hit the 2017 year, but people are calling it a 2018 Z28. I'm going to go out. It's, a, it's the 2025 Berlinetta. <laughs> we, uh, I, I might as well be accurate. Yeah. Anyway, whatever the hell it is. So, like, this week, all these pictures yeah. dropped. It, it's... Uh, this alleged uh, Z28 is testing uh, over at the ring in Germany, which um, G- I know GM normally takes their cars over there to, to right. run the paces that test out aero packages and, and all the stuff that they have on the car, which we need to talk about as well. Um, because after seeing the pictures, it looks like there's uh, that's that giant ass spoiler that's on the back could be... Uh, did you see like some pictures it's low and some pictures it's really freaking high? Yeah. So there may, that could be what they were testing. Right. Or it could be an auto, one of those auto. Oh yeah. Spoilers that, yeah, you know, so, it goes up and down. So basically the faster you go, the douchier you look. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That's how it was in those Chrysler crossfires. Those dudes would drive around with the wings up all the time. I know. It's just like. It's 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 the automotive equivalent to popping your collar. Yeah. So, so yeah, it came around that curve, and then it didn't even look like it was going that fast, and it just got a little squirrely, and then it looks like the brakes something just happened. And, yeah. And then bang right into the wall. It doesn't look like the damage is too bad, and nobody got right. hurt. Right. But they it looked like they had to pry the passenger door open. Right. 
And there was how many? How many? There's like 17 people in that car. <laughs> it was like a clown car. Yeah. No, there's actually <laughs> three, which I'm surprised there's more than one. So they're obviously doing some testing. Yeah. I got to think that General Motors is a tad embarrassed by this. Well, I mean, in the world nowadays of everybody watching on the internet, um, all of your mistakes are are caught in real time. That's right. And and to GM's you know credit, I mean, that's what they're there for is to work exactly. out these bugs. You know, they happen to crash. Well, you know, stuff happens. They still have to better deal them with- than us. <laughs> Absolutely, that's the <laughs> point, right? But you know they still have to deal with popular mechanics reposting it, two douchebags on a on a podcast talking about it, you know, <laughs> as their headline event. No, hey, it's, hey, um, hey, it's the news this week, and it and it is. It's, it's weird to say this. It is good news because the sooner you fail, the faster you succeed. Exactly. They found the weak spot. That th- there's a lesson learned in there somewhere, clearly, and they're going to build upon it. That's what that's what it's for. So yeah, totally. Um, kind of, kind of neat to see that happen. To be honest, it's it is like a like a like a train wreck, but it's well, it's a car wreck. Um, yeah. From the pictures that initially got posted, two things jumped out at me. Uh, one was the spoiler that we talked about just a little bit ago, and the second was those wheels. Oh, yeah, we talked about. I mentioned that on our Facebook page, which everybody needs to like our Facebook page if you haven't already. Yes. Chris, where can they find it? Uh, Facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. That's right, and that we were having the discussion, and uh, it was one of our regular listeners, I forgot which one, but uh, said those wheels, and so I zoomed in and took a screenshot of it, and it looked like a split 10 spoke that split, a uh, split 5 spoke that split again, so it was like a split <laughs> split 5 or a 20 spoke wheel. Really neat looking wheel, very reminiscent of, of the uh, C6ZR1. Uh, wheel where where it would have the two you know the, the spoke that the split five spoke and then those each spoke split again um so it's following into that uh got, they they just look lightweight they just look light they looked huge huge and light at the same yeah. damn time not like dub huge like like camaro huge <laughs> oh yeah no like huge with a purpose right which is what my For wife the track all right, all right. Enough of that crap. Um, yeah, it, it it sounded good too. And what were people saying that that it could possibly sound sort well, of we, like? We've I been hearing analysis uh, from a couple different sources. Some saying seven liter V eight. Some saying, oh, it sounds just like the ATS V, which is a twin turbo V six. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't, I don't th- yeah. Unless they have an all new V6 coming out that, but, but it didn't sound like it was hitting any high RPMs. That's no. what I was hoping to hear. Right. And that's what you'd get out of, v, of a V6, or that's also what you get out of a 302. True. 305. True. 302. Yeah, yeah, 302. Um, just like the 302 Camaros of, 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 of your. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that might have been dispelled. In fact, we're going to get to this a little later on in the episode, but since we're talking about it, um, there's rumors, according to our friend's autoblog, and again, we have to specify rumors, that the alleged next-gen, next Chevy Camaro Z28 is to get an all-new 7-liter V8, being a 427. Um, and the, and it's, a, it's an interesting article. It's an interesting um, speculation. 
saying that the engine may be called the LT7. Hmm. LT7, huh? Yep. In fact, uh, it talks about this dude. Uh, let's see here. Lieberman. 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 Who's this Lieberman person? Lieberman. It's in the article somewhere. I'm not. I'm just not seeing it. Um, Johnny Lieber, Lieberman, auto blogger, put together a convincing argument for the new 427 cubic inch mill. Um, Chevy needs to build a car that can match the Ford Mustang Shelby GT350, which is a big fat pig. Um, <laughs> next point is more objective, uh, arguing that certain higher ups in GM remain very big fans of the Z28's old LS7, last seen the Z28 and the Z06. Um, so, yeah, LT7. Lieberman also cites sources inside GM said that the last said that the last generation cars won't be the last to use a 7-liter V8. As far as how this new engine will differ from the LS7 and generate an extra 35 to 60 horsepower, uh, he says the GM will apply the same kind of changes that transformed the LS3 into the latest LT1. Okay. Interesting speculation, and of course, then it's followed up by 2017 Camaro Z28 crashes the Nurburgring. <laughs> of course. Bang. Of course. Of course. So... A whole lot of Z28 rumors going on. Nothing That's... can be confirmed. Nothing. No. It by all rights, it's probably pretty damn accurate. But I mean, everybody's got the same pictures. Everybody's got the same videos, and and everybody's speculating. So I mean, that's what we're gonna do uh, in this episode as well. You know, now that I look at the 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 pictures there of that alleged Z28, there is some really really bold. Uh, like not only spoiler, but the ground effects, but also those, um, I forgot what they're called, the little wing-type things that go yeah. on the front bumper. They're really aggressive, much it, more so. Definitely than, an aggressive aero package. Yeah. This this car that they're testing. So if it is a Z28, man, man. <laughs> Let's be realistic. What else could it be? <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, you said so. before, a Berlinetta? Yeah, with T-tops. <laughs> Oh, that would make a lot of people Don't happy, though. Started. Don't get me started, man. I know. I know. All right. So, uh, I know. Something we uh, wanted to get to. Uh, oh, no, before we do. Also, according to our friends at Autoblog, uh, the Chevy Camaro ZL1 10 speed auto shifts faster than the Porsche PDK, which is uh, this, this, this phenomenal dual clutch transmission that yeah. Porsche very highly touts. Um, so according to Chevrolet, the new 10-speed automatic excelled in testing. The company com claims upshift speeds from first to second, second to third, and third to fourth are 36%, 27%, and 26% faster than Porsche's PDK, respectively. We're not talking 2 or 3%. We're talking huge numbers Huge here. numbers, yeah. Um, How is Chevy pulling it off? Clutches. Lots of clutches. Yep. The new 10-speed has six clutches that allows the automatic to behave a lot like a DCT. Chevrolet released a new video this week on the 10-speed automatic transmission in the ZL1, which I posted on our Facebook page. And um, it's uh, it's got Aaron Lincoln there showing how he well, he, well, he was one of the people driving the car when I was in Spring Mountain and, and kind of like giving an overview of the 10-speed. And basically what it comes down to is when, like, when you're racing a car, you're driving a car, when you're shifting, you're not accelerating. With this 10-speed automatic, you can keep accelerating while you're shifting. You're not going to lose that like you would with a regular auto or right. with a, a manual transmission car. Right. I remember uh, when I was riding my buddy's uh, oh, GS, uh, GSXR 1100. 
and I'd never really ridden a sport bike before, but he somehow let me do that. And uh, I remember when I was shifting, I thought it wasn't shifting because it didn't drop RPMs and it didn't drop speed. Oh, okay. So fast, and I got to think this is very, very similar. It just keeps climbing. It doesn't lose any momentum or velocity. And uh, very, very significant. It is. Really impressive. It is. I think a lot of people are going to be impressed with this. And this is the first um, 10-speed automatic transmission that GM uh, is going to put in a car. And, and I think the next couple of years are going to be putting in um, a lot more cars as well. This is a really rare or new situation for the Camaro because typically new technology would start in the Corvette. True. And then it would work its way to the Camaro. This is, the fir- this is really, I think, the first time that I can think of that something showed up in the Camaro before the Corvette. Hell yeah. That, that's, that's performance technology. Heck yeah. That really shows how much Chevrolet and General Motors is putting into this car. They're willing to actually put it in this car instead of their flagship car. Yeah. Crazy, man. Well, maybe it'll go in the Corvette next. Who knows? <laughs> well, uh, maybe if they deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We, uh, something we wanted to do last week, but we didn't get to is sales figures. What's going on in the world of sales figures, my man? We talked about this last month, and um, our uh, our friends over at GM Authority posted the uh, the numbers um, we always talk about every month, uh, Camaro Mustang and Challenger. Uh, this month, Camaro... Uh, was up 7.93%. They sold 7,457 cars. Um, last um, April, they sold 6,909. Let's compare that to Mustang. Okay. 12,726. So not even close. Wow. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. Challenger was at 6,412. So up for Challenger as well. Um, I don't get it, man. Also, our buddies over at Torque News, uh, Patrick, wrote an article. Why is this car not selling? And he touched on a couple different things, and then I also reached out to him, and and I also included our input from our show last month, and that has to do with fleet sales. The the fifth gen sold a lot of cars to fleet. And when I talked to some of the PR folks at Chevrolet at the last media event I was at, they are making a concerted effort not to do that with the 6th gen. Um, happy to just sell them to customers. I'm sure they're doing some fleet. But uh, a- as they put it, when you're selling 3,000 cars at a time to budget rental car, they're not paying MSRP. Oh, no. No. We, we, we talked about this. We've talked about this in the past. We thought we'd get all of our listeners together and we all pitch. We all do a group, <laughs> group purchase. purchase yeah. That way we yep. get a screaming deal. You want a Z28 so, for forty-five grand? Let's buy three thousand of them. And then Let's something else. I, I guess something else we need to touch on a little bit too is um, is the pricing scaring people off from upgrading to a six gen? You know, I hate to say it, but I think there's some value in that. Because um, if you want a two SS car now, you got to plop down about fifty grand. Forty-eight to fifty grand for a two SS car. Yeah, and we still say it's value, value, value. But at the exactly, same time, but people are, going, but can people afford that value? It, it it might be the same thing that actually hurt the fourth gen. The fourth gen had more power 
than more power than than the next car. And actually, it was a day when 325 horsepower was actually more than what people really wanted. Yeah. And they go, yeah, you know what? Uh, for the same price, I don't. That's that. That's scary numbers, man. It's like, it's like, oh, I've never shot a gun before. Here, you have a have, try a forty-four Magnum. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's to some people that's like uh, that's too much. I don't I don't need that much. They switch over to the Mustang, um, you know, which had what two hundred and forty-five horsepower or something stupid like that. Right. Yep. But uh, maybe maybe that's the same deal. Yes, you're getting a lot of value for the money, but overall, the money is just too damn much. Right. I don't it's, know. It, hey, you know what? Great value, but it's still fifty thousand dollars. The 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 uh, the new Audi R8 V10, great value. It's still a hundred and forty thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, it's maybe people are looking at it that way. Maybe yeah. maybe it's going to start to hurt. I don't, I don't know what else to think, man. I guess we, what's what's the Mustang cost? What's the price on the Mustang? Is it similar? I don't know. I hate Mustangs. I don't look at that. <laughs> Well, we should probably, to be fair and to be realistic and I know. speculations, we should take a look at it. Yeah. So let's, let, you know, we'll, we'll do that sometime off, off, off the off. Also, I, w- I want to wait a couple more months. I want to wait for the warmer climate weather on the East Coast here to basically come in full swing. We got the, the uh, I believe, the, the facility where they build the Camaros now is running at 100%. We have them building convertibles now. We have them building 2-liter turbo cars, V6 cars, V8 cars. And, and and then to come later this year, 1LEs, ZL1s, and we'll see we'll see what's going to happen. I mean, the the rate that they're selling, 7,000, 8,000 a month times 12, 80,000, 85,000 cars a year is nothing to sneeze at still. Yeah, I know, I know. I know compared to the fifth gen where they're selling, you know, over a hundred yeah. a year. I mean, it's still early in the production cycle. It is. But at the, if it keeps going at the rate that it's going, Chevrolet may need to scramble and relook at the pricing. Yeah, I don't know. Do something. I don't know. Some incentives or something, and I hate to see it be that way, but well, actually, I'm glad to see it be that way. What do our listeners think? Yet. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear what, what you guys think. Either give us a call and let us know or leave a message on our Facebook page. You know, comment. We we start posting these stories all week long on, on Facebook, and, and oh, we're yeah. seeing people respond. So, yeah, we, we read all of those. Absolutely. In fact, uh, I just made a recent post uh, on our Facebook wall saying, give us a couple of sentences of what you think of the show. Give us a testimonial that we'd like to kind of hang on to and use as a uh, I don't know a little bit of uh, credentials uh, in in the near future, and uh, I'm gonna we're gonna pick one at random, one of the one of the testimonials, and I got a Camaro prize pack. Nice, gonna go out, so it'll it'll go nice. for a few days, a few days more. So if you haven't, head over to our Facebook page, look for the testimonial thread. Do they still call them threads? Threads, yeah, I think so. Post, for the most part, know, yeah, post and uh, and give your two bits on what you think of our show. Yeah, and you can win some cool stuff from my personal Camaro prize vault. Nice. All right, we got to move on to some voicemails, yeah? We do. We've got three voicemails. Are you ready to kick on these? Yeah, can't wait to hear them. Hey, guys. Good morning. It's Bentley Fierro, Dana Point, California. How are you? Been listening to the show like always. Love it. Uh, I just I called it. That Camaro SS kicks ass. That will take out a BMW M4, and the Camaro SS is thirty grand less. So that's a world-class, awesome car. And I called that out back then, and I told everybody that. And I'm so glad the uh, video came out there. I think it was head-to-head that just showed it. Uh, the other thing is uh, the new Z28. 
what's the engine going to be on that? I'm curious. I haven't heard anything. Uh, is it LS7, naturally aspirated? We have a supercharger. What the heck is it going to be? And my last thing is the all-new ZL1. Amazing. Now, those horsepower numbers, I don't think, are 100% confirmed. Are they? Because, uh, you know, Chevy a lot of times will say estimated or something like that. Then, you know, the day it comes out, you know, we're looking at, let's say, 680. So, anyway, those are my questions. Curious. But besides that, I love the show. And uh, let's just keep rocking that Camaro, man. That's just an awesome car. My lease will be up on my CTSV coupe in about a year. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to get an ATSV. <laughs> Try to look into a ZL1 instead. So, anyway, love the show, guys. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk in a... Uh, Talk soon. Bentley Fiero here. Thank you. Hey, thanks for calling in, Bentley. Awesome. He, Always to hear you. He's he's the sort of dude that just, just hearing his voice makes you feel good. It does. He's like a feel-good sort of guy. I want to I wanna do a bunch of lines of coke with that guy and just see what happens. <laughs> um, either that or, or he's, he'd make a great car salesperson. Yeah, yeah. Or a great DJ. True. But all in California. You could tell yeah. he's in California. I bet you he has like the little dentine smile. When he smiles, it goes ding. <laughs> always great to hear from you buddy no joke about it and you're absolutely right uh we kind of covered uh the, the what's what's in the going to be in that z28 yeah um is it going to be the all new ls7 ls what would L- you call it lt7 lt7 which would make sense it would make sense to be that way i mean yeah we just don't know for sure and then you want to know what's the horsepower in the zl1 well a lot when they when they unveiled it to us it was they quoted at least 640 horsepower. At least. Stupid. So that's what they're saying right now. Uh, when the final numbers get hammered out, maybe it'll be 650. Who knows? They're still working on it and they're going to work on it up until they're ready to go to production. So yeah. I yeah. can't wait to see what the final numbers are. Heck yes. Always good to hear from you, Bentley, and always good to hear from our other listeners, which we've got a couple more voicemails from them, right? Yep. But first, let's let them know how we're, how they can yeah. get a hold of us. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Just like Bentley Fierro just did. I love that guy's name, too. <laughs> Dude, we saw you post on our Facebook page, too, so we yeah. read your posts as well. Awesome. Here's the next voicemail. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Jim. I'm from Sedona, Arizona. I call, uh, emailed you guys a couple weeks ago, and you were so kind as to respond. Uh, I'm a recent Camaro convert, and uh, I wanted you guys to convey to uh, Al Oppenheimer and these guys what a great car the new Camaro is, especially uh, the LZ1. Anyway... Uh, I, I want to let you guys know what a great show you guys have. I discovered it here in the last month or so, and I listen to it now every week. Great show. Okay, having said all that, uh, the reason I'm calling is I was wondering if you guys could comment or give a perspective on the new transmissions, the automatic transmissions, the 8-speed, 10-speed now, and how you guys think or what you guys may know uh, from talking to the experts and whatever about how sturdy and durable these trannies are compared to, say, a manual transmission or a double-clutch transmission? Or is there any difference? Or does, does it not matter? Um, it just seems like we're putting so much load on these automatic transmissions, 
but not being an engineer and really knowing nothing about trannies, guys, um, I don't know uh, where else to speak on this issue, but maybe you guys can sh shed some light. Is there any uh, difference? Are the, these autos as durable, as sturdy, uh, or, uh, you know, what's your perspective? If you could uh, let us know, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks again. You guys have a great show. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, thanks for calling in, Jim. He's calling from Sedona, Arizona, a oh. place I would love oh, yeah. to visit someday. I see yeah. pictures of Sedona, and I just love the picture-esque looks of the, the, the West, and, and mm -hmm. Sedona is, is like, oh, man, I got to go visit there someday. Yeah, I've, I've, I agree Have you been there? with you. Because no, you lived in there. Arizona before, right? I, I did live in Arizona for a short time when I was uh, 16 or 17. Um, and there's I got fond memories of that area before it. In, in Casa Grande, actually, two hours south of Phoenix, which is like a huge deal now. But back then it was like nothing. It was like barren and wow. just getting started. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I do I do miss Arizona. Uh, it's been a number, quite a number of years. But he's uh, he's raising an excellent, excellent question. How durable is this transmission? And I think I know the answer to this. The I answer think you is do varied. too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they're putting this in the ZL1 for first first of all. <laughs> and, and 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 having said that, if it were to fail uh, on any magnificent level, then it would be really ugly. Um, and they probably do have plans to put this in other things, and they would have to reevaluate that. Not to mention, considering the fact that they're throwing more horsepower down this transmission than they have except for a couple of other vehicles in Chevrolet's history. Yeah. So, um... And, yeah, and I, t t for the fact that he, wa he wants to know how bulletproof this is going to be, like, compared to a manual transmission car, dual-clutch transmission. Is I, I think that because it's... Tr it, think about what a transmission does. It transfers power from one part of the vehicle to the other. When you have a manual transmission, there is a lot of impact when you... Uh, pushing the clutch and release the clutch, especially at high RPMs and high power, there's a, there's a huge shock to the driveline system. But because of the smooth nature of a 10-speed automatic transmission, the power flows from one, set of gear, one gear set, if you will, to the other, to the other, to the other, right down the driveline. So it's going to be smooth as silk. It's going to have less impact on those clutches. It's also going to have less impact on the rest of the driveline, too, the drive shaft, the U-joints, and, of course, that rear end of the vehicle. So yeah. I think that um, I think that it's going to be something that you won't hear too many people breaking. And if they do, they did something absolutely terribly wrong. Yeah. For a little more information on, I'm going to post in the show notes the video that I shared on our Facebook page uh, earlier this week that Chevrolet released on the 10-speed automatic transmission that they're putting in the ZL1. So go ahead, uh, Jim, if you didn't see that on our Facebook page. I'm going to link that up in the show notes. Go ahead and give that a watch. It's only a couple minutes long. And um, you can see how fast you can shift in that car. It's unbelievable. I've experienced that firsthand. It's it's out of this world. Jim, I wish we had a more definitive answer for it, but all we can do is put our faith in knowing that... Uh well, just just like they proved at the at the ring not too long ago, that they really <laughs> test the crap out of these cars. So we'll, we'll find out though. We'll find out. Maybe um, maybe you can call in and and do a follow up if we hear any news of 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 a more definitive answer. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, we got one more. We got one more voicemail here. All right. 
Heidi ho, it's Postal Day. Well, and I call and you guys say, oh, crap. When I don't call, you guys go, oh, there's no voicemails. Well, here I am, driving home from work, trying not to hit any deers. It is hard as heck to find a 2016 Camaro that's a 1SS with automatic. So, for right now, I'm going to try to get me a 2014 or 15. And let's see. Yeah. Right now, and then when I can order one the way I want it, then I'll trade that in and get another pound. Anyways, I'm tired. And you guys had a interesting show last week, but possibly you'll have more news about the Z01 and uh, Z28 come out 2017, I think. So, talk to you guys later. Have a great weekend, and um, next week I probably won't call in because I'm going on a uh, honor flight with my dad. He's a Korean war vet, and we're going to D.C. on Tuesday and see all the memorials, and I'm his guardian to fly with him, so... This should be interesting. I haven't flown since 9-11, so I'll probably get put on the do-not-fly list or something. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Postal Dave calling in with, with, with his voicemail since, you know, I guess we said we didn't have any voicemails last week. So he wanted to call in. Well, hell, at least we can understand him this time. Yeah, he seemed pretty clear this week. Always a uh, bonus. I did see on Facebook that Postal Dave did get his new Camaro. Yeah, I did see that. He didn't get his sixth gen. I think he put something like he hopes he can afford one someday. And that kind of led back to our question of, uh, is pricing keeping people from buying a sixth gen? I don't know. Here's the funny part. Knowing how the economy works on a basic level, would that be micro or macro? I don't know. Um, macro. Okay. Uh, will the price of the sixth gen drive people to buy the fifth gen, which would drive up the value and the pricing of the fifth gens? Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's quite a long shot. Probably not very probable, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. Um, but interesting, none the least. So congrats on the 2011 convertible that he got. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all the best to you and your dad on your uh, your flight over to Washington, D.C. Um, that's cool. Oh, man. Always good to hear from you, Postal Dave, especially when you can understand what the hell you're saying. <laughs> um, cool. So that's it for voicemails. That's it for voicemails. We got some news about... Corsa exhausts. Yes. And this was courtesy of our friends from Lingenfelder. What's the details on that? I can't find the email. I don't, <laughs> Do have, have, you, I don't have that in front of me. <laughs> I, I don't either, but I tell you what, uh, Corsa does, we, we've been big fans of Corsa. We, we appreciate their RSC technology, their sound cancellation uh, technology. We've talked about it quite a bit in previous episodes. Um, yeah, they got stuff for the all-new Camaro already. I was looking at the pictures of them, and I, I I wish I could you know show you, but you know since it's audio, I can't. The case volume is so small on on these. You know, you're used to having a muffler that's as big as like a microwave oven for crying out loud, but it looks like these things are like the size of a loaf of bread. A you loaf know? of bread? Uh, that's the only thing I can you know bigger than a bread box. You know that's the you know that's the term that people use to describe size. Um, 
and uh, it just doesn't look very big at all, which means that it's either going to be really loud or very high-pitched, or Corsa has really done their stuff and applied their RSC technology to it to, uh, to make it be all kick-ass, kick-kicky-assy. <laughs> I can't find the damn email. I'm looking sent. for it right now. <laughs> we are so unprepared today. William Felder, here it is. All right, you got it? Yep. Good. Now available. Uh, Corsa Performance Exhausts, now available for the 2016 Chevrolet Camaro Extreme 2.75-inch axle back with the 4-inch quad tips and the Corsa 2016 Chevrolet Camaro Extreme uh, 2.75 axle back with 4-inch black quad tips. And then they also have one called a Camaro Sport with the Sport. same yeah with the with the with the same quad tips and the black quad tips uh, available now from Corsa. I bet you it sounds good. I bet you it does too. Cool stuff. I, I like that you can get uh, black tips or non-black tips, so you can kind of yeah. have you know your own, your own style of that. But the, it's the it's pricey. Looks, well, yeah. There's a lot of technology behind it though. Fourteen twenty nine. It's amazing how much you know. I remember just slapping on a thirty dollar glass pack thrush or uh, <sighs> yeah, back in the day. You know, whatever muffler, but uh, yeah, there's a lot wow. of technology in it though. Yep, cool stuff. Uh, courtesy of uh, it's funny, it came from Lingenfelder. Usually we get the news from Corsa directly from Corsa. Yep. So maybe they maybe they worked in a partnership with them, but. Uh, Good stuff. Speaking of speaking of Corsa and, and speaking of Lingenfelder, um, Lingenfelder is uh, part of the Camaro Strong Foundation. Um, if you go to CamaroStrong.com, it'll take you to the website. The reason why I'm saying this is because I happen to own the domain names because I grabbed them before some other guy did. Um, so I, it's it's up for renewal, and it made me uh, it reminded me to say, hey, don't forget about the Camaro Strong Foundation. Buy some cool merchandise, which is supported by the Lingenfelder uh, Performance Engineering Team, and it also supports a great charity. Uh, Absolutely. So, um, all right, we're going to wrap with uh, talking about this movie that Chris has never seen. No, nope. it's called American Graffiti. It was an early movie by none other than George Lucas. Yeah, that's all I know is George Lucas is in it. Oh no, he didn't. He's not in it. Oh, but he directed it. But Richard Dreyfuss is in it. Ron Howard is in it. Charles Martin Smith is in it. If you know who he is, Cindy Williams from uh, Laverne and Shirley. Um, Mackenzie Phillips is in it. Wolfman Jack is in it. All right. <laughs> um, and a, and, and a, a, an actor that some of you might have heard of called Her- named Harrison Ford <laughs> was also in it. Um, the storyline is really cool. If you've never seen the movie, shame on you, Chris. Um, it's, it's the end of summer in 1962. This came out in 73, so 11 years later. But um, in a small Southern California town, it's evening before best friends and recent high school graduates um, are scheduled to leave town to head to college. And uh, they decide to go out cruising one last night. And it's, it's just, I remember watching this movie when I was a kid. And it was just amazing to see. And so I, I watched it when I was in like 78. It came out in 73. So five years after it came out, which was 16 years after it allegedly took place in 62. It's amazing to think of what life was like in, in 78, 79 versus 62 versus now. 
the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I'm subscribed to the uh, the Haggerty newsletter, which I recommend everybody do, even if you don't use their insurance. And it talks about the cars from American Graffiti, which are extremely historic when it comes to uh, cars, movie movie cars and cars and movies and everything. Talked about um, when they finished wrapping the movie, I guess they sold the cars uh, off really dirt cheap and where those cars ended up. And Chris, uh, I sent this over to you so you can put it in the show notes. It's kind of a neat story. But if you haven't ever seen American Graffiti, it's probably not hard to find on Netflix or something like that. It uh, it had a budget of seven hundred and seventy-seven thousand dollars. Wow! And it made over one hundred and fifteen million wow. over the years. It's just a neat movie about um, cruising. One last cruising. time. One last night in <laughs> Southern California. It ends with an uh, interesting drag race um, because. Um, the guy in the, in the Deuce Coupe and the guy in the 55 Chevy, which is Harrison Ford in the Chevy, um, they're looking for each other to race, and they can't find each other until, until the sun is coming up, and they do race, and um, it's, just, it's, it's just an interesting movie. Um, I wonder if it's on Netflix. If it's on Netflix, I'll watch it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, is it on Netflix? Mark Graffiti? I'm, I'm, on, I'm on IMDb now. Uh, you can watch it on two ninety nine on Amazon Video, but I'll pull up my Netflix account and check. So you've never seen it, Chris? Nope. I mean, I've heard of it. Yeah. It just seemed well, like you... an, like an old fifties movie or something, you know? <laughs> well, kind of like Tulane Blacktop is also yeah. an old fifties movie. Yeah. You know? And and actually, I gotta be honest, I've never seen Tulane Blacktop. I've definitely seen that one. Is, was it any good? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh nope, American Graffiti is not on streaming for Netflix. Boo. Yeah, DVD only. If you got Netflix DVD. Mm. Uh, let's try Amazon Prime. Because oh, if you have yeah, one, oh, you yeah. might as well just have the other. Yep. You never know. You never ever Epa, know. No. No. You can rent it for three ninety nine. Hmm. Okay. The sequel was stupid. Oh, there's an actual sequel. Oh yeah, we and just look at the mustache that Ron Howard is sporting in the sequel. Oh really? my god! And the guy, the guy in the thirty-two Deuce Coupe that was racing Bob Falfa, played by Harrison Ford, uh, ends up becoming a professional drag racer. Uh, Ron Howard and Cindy Williams get married, and they have a bunch of kids in suburbia, and their relationship suffers. And um, what's his face? Uh, the uh, the guy uh, Charles Martin Smith uh, ends up going off to Vietnam, and it's it's just it's. It's just not good. It's not good. Um, I guess it's worth watching, but it wasn't directed by Lucas, George Lucas. So interestingly enough, Bob Falfa's 55 Chevy drag race uh, car um, has a license plate that says THX1137. <laughs> so there's, you know, being one of Lucas's early films, it's, it's just an, it, if you haven't seen it and you're a car person, you got to see it at least once to, to say you saw it. Isn't it an uh, Boba Fett Slave 1 as well? Yes. <laughs> THX one one three seven, and that was of course uh, Lucas's first mediocrely big movie. Um, let's see here, and then he sold out to Disney, and yeah, T, uh, sorry, THX one one three eight. Okay, he did that in seventy one. He did American Graffiti. That was his next movie in seventy three. His next movie after that, Star Wars. Oh, okay. Um, and then Star Wars Episode Five, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Return of the Ewok, who cares? Star Wars video games, Star Wars Episode Four, Return of the Jedi, Temple of Doom, Ewoks, Droids, Ewoks, Captain EO, Willow, Star Wars, and Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Indiana Jones, blah 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 blah, sellout. 
Speaking of which, uh, hey, if you want to get your uh, message out to a, a lot of Camaro folks and you have a Camaro-based business, by all means, give us a buzz and we can help you get that message out there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think it's time we wrap up our show. Definitely. It's been a great show, though, and we thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, We'll be back at you next week, as always, with more stuff. Maybe we'll hear, have a little bit more information about that Nurburgring crash. With yeah. Legend Z28. See what happens. How that ended up. Yep. And uh, any other stuff, we welcome your voicemails and, of course, your messages on Facebook. And uh, if you want to talk about American Graffiti, by all means, pick up the phone, give us a call, tell us what you think of it, if you like it, if you don't, whatever. We'll see you next let's week. Out, let's get out of here, buddy. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.